Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. <laughs> Yo. Yo. What's up, everybody? We are back again. I believe the last time we were here was the Tiger Woods. Yes. So this is 79. Nice. 79. The year I was born. What? What? Yep. It's good to be back. We are kind of now really getting settled into the new house. Yes. Pretty much, uh, I think we've decided we're going to leave three mystery boxes in the garage and hope for the best <laughs> we're not leaving them that's I know. just my view i don't know yours but. they the three boxes that are in the garage are all <laughs> random stuff from my closet that somehow all that shit fit i don't want to open them and dig into them so it's my stuff so don't worry about no, it no i'm just saying i know how much you had in that little closet and it's unreal it's like extra it's bags like and extra like there's some stuff in there that i should probably get rid of too but i did there's also like that good camera is in one of those boxes right, and you gotta keep that and uh like gunner's little uh, autograph book from disney is in there mm. um so i need to get that because i need to get his pictures with all his princesses printed out and put in there with it for him but yeah i mean it's just random stuff that's not crucial to have every day so it hasn't really been at the top of my list and we had we did so well with getting unpacked and getting stuff hung on the walls and everything in its place so quickly that like now those last couple boxes i'm just like oh fuck it i know i know there's got to be some shoes some extra shoes in there somewhere too you know that thing that i had hanging on the door that had because like i broke my pair of georgia flip-flops um and I have another pair of like cheap flip flops that I know is in one of those. Well, boxes. you need to order a pair of combat flip flops. I know, I do, because I need a better pair of flip flops, anyways. Yeah, they're great flip flops. Shout out to combat flip flops. Combat flip flops. They had like AK 47s for women, too, didn't they? I know, they're awesome. They're yeah. I love them. They're super comfortable and sturdy as fuck. Me yeah. likey. Good flip flops. Nope. And, uh, are so we here, getting them as a well, sponsor? Or are they? I would love for them to uh, okay. commit to do something with us. So, combat flip flops, we love you. Holla! We're customers. <laughs> Let us be business partners. Yeah. All right. So, are we doing these Jello shots? What mine's yep. mine's orange. Here's is mango. Mango. These things are called Slurp Unchained. What? Yeah, I don't know. Mine's <laughs> watermelon. So. All right. I don't know. So here's to the first. Is this our first solo podcast in the new house? I don't know, babe. We did. Wait. Nope. Does it even no, matter? No. No. We did one. 77 was just us. Oh, that's the one that had the. Can we not? It's, it's okay. We we listened to it. We acknowledged that one had a little technical difficulties. Yeah. Why do you take it so personal? Because I'm the one that fuck. Okay, let's do a Who shot. Who cares? No one's blaming you. Let's take our shots. I can't reach you. Cheers. Cheers. Love you. <laughs> I wonder how that sounded. That's. It felt like it sounded amazing. <laughs> it sounded so, so loud in my headphones. <laughs> Watermelon is not bad. The mango's good. Last one I took was garbage. What do you mean? We took watermelon last time. I think I took blue last time. Or were they apple? What color was yours? Just now. I think mine's green this time. Mine was blue last time. I thought we took. Oh, I thought we took green ones last time. I don't fucking know. They've all been. They've all tasted like Jello shots to me, and I've done plenty of Jello shots in my day, so they're fine. Well, first thing I want to do, I want to give a shout out to Civilized Creatures entertainment network we're uh we're doing the damn thing mm-hmm. uh we're really putting forth uh some effort uh we got some heat on the network want to welcome a new show these uh are new guys uh pub shenanigans oh they're officially on yep, we officially welcome them today 
Uh, those guys are awesome. Give them a follow. Check Where them do out. you listen to them, though? John was concerned there was only Spreaker. one place to listen. It's either Spreaker or Spotify. They're working on Spreaker, their Spreaker, I think. Okay. Um, but they're fucking hilarious, and they're doing all the right things. They they uh, he's turning half of his uh, workshop into a studio. They're moving out of the pub into the home. So they do the po- podcast currently from a pub. So is there like drunk people in the background? Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. And they're, <laughs> they're going to continue the ambiance of it. You just have to, you just have yeah. to see, you need to check them out too. They're hilarious and they're, and they're good guys. And they're just like what we all collectively want on this network. So I'm stoked about it. Um, happy for them <clears throat> to be on here and uh, look forward to doing some stuff with them in the future sweet way of the future <laughs> way of the future uh-uh, don't start that way of the future stop don't start it it's john hughes i is know is it john hughes Hugh- no it's not john hughes john hughes is the one that yeah, made all the, the 80s movies Breakfast Club. it's hughes something from aviator stop talking and i could maybe think of it <sighs> sorry that my talk no. makes you not able to think of it <laughs> Because it was on the tip of my Howard tongue. Howard Hughes. Thank you. It was on the tip of my tongue, and then you kept saying John Hughes, and I was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's all fair. That was justified. But <laughs> violent. See, people are starting to catch on. Did you see Joe B's comment today? No. About the, <clears throat> this is another announcement. Um, is it something you're supposed to be saying? podcast of the roundtable. Okay. Uh, this is a real cool one. Uh, this is a collaboration with uh, John Buchanan of Unbelievably Stupid Podcast and uh, Brooke and myself. Brainchild did this show. and it's gonna, You and John did, but okay. It's going to be like uh, similar to like Around the Horn on ESPN. It's a, uh, it's a competition podcast. We welcome any podcast hosts that want to compete. Uh, you'll have time for topics. Um, I'm going to host it. Brooke and John are resident competitors, and we have two guests every week. So it's a total of four competitors. Um, no one will know the topics in advance or the questions except for me. And we'll ask them, and the listeners will vote on who is the winner. For We'll put up a five-day poll mm-hmm. when the episode posts, and they have five days to vote. Mm-hmm. Highest votes wins. And that's all there is to it. So we can. F- so what did Joe B say? Joe B was. It's clear in the the things we posted about it, but Joe B's coming up on episode two or three. We've already booked this show out for six months. It's crazy. And he was like, "Oh shit! Nobody said we had to compete with Brooke. She's mean." <laughs> and then I replied to that with uh. the hashtag Larry's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness and All chris right. wudski replied to joe b's comment with a gift that was like you know you know she is or something <laughs> or, or damn straight <clears throat> well it's what you love about me yeah, probably not but it's fine of course i know <laughs> i know what i'm getting into you know what you're getting into it. but that's why i guess I've been able to hang out with a bunch of dudes. Sure. A lot. I don't know. No, but it's also. Don't be scared, Joe B. We're just, if it gets into politics, don't worry. I'm going to take a nap and let y'all talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to make I it. No I don't want to set up. This isn't like a nasty show where kind of how the rumbles have went into turns where in, we just beat each other up. Yeah. It's more about how funny can you be with, by answering a scenario or a topic. Mm-hmm. And then if it is a, a wittier question, how witty are you? With nobody right. to fall back on, nobody to save you. It's up to you. You know, you'll have a time limit, mm-hmm. but you don't have to fill the time, but you can't go over the time. That's fine. And no one can talk over. You know, it's going to be it's going to be cool. I think it'll be fun. I th- you know, I'm excited for that, really. And what's funny is that, you know, I've kind of was catching up. Like, I was like, hang on. I'm in all these chats for episode one, two, three, so on. Like, am I on? why am I on everyone? <laughs> and then Randall filled me in that I'm on every episode with John and he's the host. But I saw in one of the threads that you were like, even though Brooke is my wife and sexual partner, she's not going to be privy yeah. to the subjects. And I was like, how is that different from every other podcast we record? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't tell you questions in advance. You every don't other, see them. Yeah. Every other time we sit down in front of these microphones, I have no fucking clue what 
is going to come from you as far as questions or subjects or something. So it's no different. Exactly. <laughs> and ep- episode one is going to be a fucking Thunderdome. Uh, it's going to be Brooke, John, Jody B from Po Boys and Jason Almy from Shit Happens When You Party Naked. That's, that's a group Jesus, of, of that's, awesomeness. That's t- why. Well, I mean, Jody B and Almy, that's tough. All through and John, and John and I mean, you, I mean it's all everybody's a little uh, different. Like Almy is, I think Almy is probably got the he could fill any amount of time. Of with, course he could. With, yes, whether it's garbage if it makes no sense it'll still be funny right now jody b can come up with zingers Mm -hmm. that could highlight his time and just obliterate everybody Mm -hmm. john knows so much Mm -hmm. about everything because of his shows he's always covered everything from politics to you know he's dangerous in any segment Mm-hmm. And you are the little woman that can be meaner <laughs> than most men. So it's perfect. Uh, I like the, I think it's going to be a big episode. That's going to be fun. And we've got confirmed guests so far. I'm not going to put them in any order, but we've got Watsky from hashtag no offense. Joe B from any pods. Um, Doug from who's right. Um, we are having two non-podcast hosts that have already committed that want to compete and how can you say no to them they're both former guests we got the powerful amy lyle Mm -hmm. who's a beast and on everything and everywhere she's on every atlanta morning show (laughs) every podcast she's wrote 32 books love it she's a workhorse and of course the one and only chief beck Kristen Mm -hmm. beck is going to compete in week five, so I feel bad for all of you. I don't want. I'm. I'm going to be like, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't feel good. I don't want to compete against her. <laughs> no, I teamed her up against uh, you, John, Doug, and that's it. Yeah, you, John, and Doug. Because there's two. It's me and John yeah. and two guests. Yeah, and Jody B put it great. We were talking about it. <clears throat> He's been a big help bouncing ideas off with this show. Um, it's kind of like American Gladiators. Like you and John are the gladiators that appear every week. You remember that show? Yeah. God, then, I love that show. And then the two other people the two are competitors, the competitors. Yeah. That's the best way to look at it. And it really is like Yeah. <clears throat> so it'd be interesting. I think it can be fun. There's not, I haven't listened to a podcast like that. I've heard a lot of these rumbles and, yeah. and they're I cool, haven't. but they end up being everyone yelling over is each so other. narcissistic and including me, and wants to talk. And when everyone talks, no one gets heard. Mm-hmm. Except for whoever is willing to be the loudest motherfucker in the room. And so, yeah, you know, that's where you go. I end up shutting down by then. Like, I'm like, I can't hang with these loud people. It's mm-hmm. too hard to be that loud. It just, I know it sounds like shit to somebody trying to listen so unless you're big listeners of these shows and then you'll listen no matter what still even like when joe rogan does the goddamn fight companion and there's six people in the room yelling i can't listen to that shit no you're right for an average listener you're right i've watched you be like i'm out because it's and and like that's where (laughs) he gets all bent out of shape too like quit talking over each other and i'm like i get it i get it so like on these rumbles when everybody's yelling all over each other i'm like nobody's gonna listen to this it's a hot fucking mess i'm curious to see what magic dave worked on the rumble I yeah i haven't able, listened yet I i'm scared to listen either I know. we weren't in much we got our asses uh muted and tossed no, we, off we got uh or eliminated eliminated and we at the time we were eliminated see that's some bullshit dave I, we did not deserve to get eliminated you fucked us don't know why mm. nor do i yeah i don't know but, but I know uh, Joe B got eliminated and then we were like, fuck that. That's stupid. He was kicking ass. And then later I see he won. I'm like, how did he wait? He was eliminated when we were still on like yeah, on the phone. He deserved to win. He I'm did. Glad, I'm glad Joe B won. I don't know how he ended up back in there, though. So that's why I'm curious to listen. Like how what <coughs> yeah, what threw, events unfolded? I threw a little smoke at him today because there's a post about him winning it. And I was like, well, let's see how you do on a real competition. <laughs> When there's no talking, and he'll be fine. He's another one that can. He's another one like Almy that can just go. He can fill the space for sure. Yeah, so it's gonna be fun. Did I get to everybody that's gonna be on? Uh huh. Um, I think so. 
Oh, and heavyweight chumps and Adam uh, Simmons. Oh, from, yeah, you uh, skipped Simmons that episode. Yeah, they're like uh, the second. Their second and then, episode. That's going to yeah. be a great one, too. You, John, Adam, and heavyweight chumps. No, those chumps. two guys are like, they're witty, like, super quick, you know? Yeah, Adam's super smart. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what his. Uh, well, the, which one from heavyweight chumps? So are the chumps. chumps. Both of them, but they're smart. They're both going to be on? I know, like, they're. Like no, no, it's just going to be one. Devin? Yeah, I think so. Or Maddox? Is that the same The one person? that was on the Rumble. Sorry, pal. <laughs> Which one was it that was on the run? Was it Maddox or Devin? I think it was Devin. They both sound very similar, if I'm being honest. They do Kind of like similar. how Larry and Brian sounded alike to me. Oh, and Larry is on uh, episode four of with Amy Lyle. It's Larry, Amy Lyle, you and John. Oh, good. I was going to say, why the fuck's uh, Larry and them? Where, I haven't, did you listen to their new, yeah. new episode? Yeah. I need to listen to that too. What about, oh, I got a audio book on the way back from or <coughs> yeah they just got back so i haven't uh, been listening to podcasts he just this got week. moved this weekend and uh so they've been a little off schedule they should be back to to normal soon yeah they were doing it at his kitchen table yeah if larry doesn't uh, kill everybody was that at his new house i don't know i saw i saw the facebook live too, yeah that they were at the kitchen table i don't even care i was talking to john about it <coughs> i'm such a fan of their show no, I can just, listen to their show and never listen to it. Like it, I just enjoy that group. That it can be background noise for me. I may not even remember what happened, but I'll listen to. Well, the no, whole that episode. that show is one that I will always listen because they. Yes, I like all of them so much, and we've always had so much fun talking to them that I f- always feel like I'm right there in the room with them, and like. It, their podcast always makes me laugh and so that's one that i just it's so easy to listen to for me yeah i love li- i can feel when larry's building up tension at <laughs> that's my favorite part it's like, funny it's though hilarious. and aaron's just over there eating chips or, or playing, playing nintendo his, uh, yeah his <laughs> switch, switch. <laughs> He was balls deep in it this last episode, and he'd chime in from time to time. <laughs> yeah, I had a, an interesting week, though. I don't know if anyone saw on the Twitter universe of ours where I was at the store, came out, and a blue shopping buggy was glued to my car, my truck, and I knew there was going to be a scratch. You could just tell the way it was laying against it like it's too close. I got up on it. <clears throat> it had raked a good six feet down the side. Some bastard had left it, didn't put their carts up. Who doesn't do that? And if you're a listener and you don't put your carts up. You're a monster. You have fuzz or something on your mustache that's driving me nuts. It's from this tissue. Oh, it's hanging off on your left side. You keep missing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. I got it. <laughs> Good, but, yeah, so if you're one of those people, kill yourself. <laughs> and don't forget to Just subscribe or leave a review. Five stars, please, um, before that. Um, put your carts back. Any store that has shopping carts has the little receptacle Even if it for doesn't, it. welcome back in. I take my cart every fucking time. I'm obsessive about it. What a dick if you don't. Because if you don't, then you run the risk of it just rolling into a car. Even if you're not there, even if you don't do it on purpose, run it in somebody's car, you still, it's just out there. The wind could blow, whatever. And yeah, you're a dick. It was an ominous day. You ever have those times where you're out driving and it just feels ominous? Like either someone's going to hit me, there's going to be a wreck. Someone's going to be on fire. I'm going to pass a dead body. Something's going to happen. That's how I felt going to the store i knew something was weird just i could feel it and i pull up at the store and i get out and the first thing that happens this old ass lady that's about 80 runs her like little suv straight into the concrete around the bottom of a light (laughs) a yellow you know the yellow cylinder blocks that are at the base of the big parking lot lights it's probably about five feet tall like smashed her car into it she ran her bumper straight into it bent her bumper in and she's in her 80s. And she got out, looked at it, and was like, gives a shit. Went in the store. Because, oh, bless I her. mean, when you're that old, Who I cares? can't wait to be that old. She gave zero fucks. Yeah. 
if she felt it or saw it, I mean. Well, she obviously did. If you said she looked at it, she went and looked I at it. I don't know if she saw what she looked at, like if she, or if she, she could see how creased it was, because it was just a good line. I mean, it wasn't destroyed, but it bent her bumper in. But that was nail. probably the reason for the shrug. Like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, I'm with you. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I also <laughs> broke my fucking rearview mirror. Oh, well, you've had two doozies. Yes, of course. The very first time you pull into the garage, backing out of it, you break your side mirror yeah. on the passenger side. That's correct. Yeah. That was expected. I knew that was going to happen. What? I mean. I, just because your sister done it in her old house. She beat up her car on the wall. Jimmy's talked about it all the time. My car is so big, too. Well, these spots, are, these garages are absurdly small yeah so our garage is like doors it's, it's I wish not it was a one door yeah it's got two separate doors to we have a two-car garage with two separate garage doors it the aesthetics on the outside of the house it looks great yeah that's the reason for those of course it is however <laughs> when you've got a Full big size, ass anything. a big ass fucking ford flex that is gonna fill every inch of that opening it's tricky i got in when i went when i pulled in it did bump the mirror a little bit didn't really think about the fact that when i was pulling out it would catch it going the other way mm -hmm. like it totally i forgot that i had bumped it going in and it happened so fast like i was looking at the other side like trying to like meet 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 me like back out and then like i heard something and by the time i looked over it was like shink and the mirror was hanging off or the glass part was hanging off it, i was able to pop back the actual mirror or yeah. the you had the, the module inside that attaches to the back of the mirror is what you broke. The housing you, you kept intact pretty good. The actual it's, it's, glass mirror is just crap. I was able to snap it. Yeah, yeah, I was able to snap it back on, but it's all cracked and janky looking. I'm so pissed. And then uh by the way, those things <clears throat> if you extrapolate the cost of a car, say it's a thirty thousand dollar car, it makes no sense how fucking expensive one side mirror is. <laughs> I know. It's so dumb. Where is the cut of the rest of the part? Because the percentage of the car uh -huh. that that is does not make any damn sense. No, and then think about the other mishap I had. I know. That I was up. waiting on you to, yeah. to drop that off and just let them know. <laughs> yeah, so we also, my car has needed two front tires for a while. Um, probably should have. We talked about getting new tires before going to Disney, by the way. I talked about it a day before this happened. Because when, when it was raining, I was like, we might just take my truck. And it's tricky with your flex because your tires are so low profile. You don't notice balding on them because they're almost slick. No, but you just looked at all you had to do was look at the front ones, look at the back ones. I mean, I knew they were shit and I knew they needed to be replaced. Mm hmm. We've done nothing but hemorrhage fucking money for the past two, three months oh, with the vacation and then selling the old house, the, the amount of money we had to put into that and then buying. This. So you of all people should appreciate the fact <laughs> that I was trying to put it off as long as possible to save us spending money. Oh, sure. But this is one of those where it's one of those you things would not you hear a peep from me. I haven't said a word. But what they, I want you to have good because that can kill you. So I'm always going to be. Yes. I'm so always going to say. You still drove my car to go pick up Griffin. Yeah. And it did fine. So obviously you weren't that concerned. No. Um, and then on Sunday when I took Griffin back, I took my car, dropped Griffin off on the way home um, in Henniger, Alabama. Which is nothing. BFE, Alabama. middle of fucking nowhere. It's the mountains between Alabama and Georgia. The entire trip from Griffin's house in middle of nowhere suburb of Huntsville to our house, middle of nowhere suburb of Atlanta is 100% back roads now. Like we don't even have to get on an interstate at all. So for the most part, it's just country. That's true. Never thought of it that we never touch an interstate now at all. Never. It's ridiculous. It's all back roads and for three hours. And so I was about an hour from dropping Griffin off and my tire pressure sensor went off on my car. I knew my tires were in bad shape. So I was like, all right, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. All that was around me right at that minute was churches. There's like three churches and like a couple houses. So I knew that there was an intersection coming up that had a couple gas stations. Um, 
I made it there, pulled it to the gas station, went over to the air thing and to get out and hopefully was just going to put some air in and be on my way. Um, and got out and my <laughs> front left tire was f- 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 flat. Like I don't, what's amazing to me is that I know it's because my tires are pretty low profile anyways, but it, I couldn't feel any difference driving. Like it was completely flat. My, I was like seconds away from completely destroying my rim. Um, and, but I didn't, and it, besides the fact that the the roads are not completely even. So that's probably why I didn't really notice. Um, but so I'm out in the middle of nowhere, flat tire and <clears throat> I have a hum in my car and tried to use roadside assistance, tried to call and nobody answered. Like did the press one for roadside assistance and it just rang and rang and rang and rang and nobody answered. And I was like, well, fuck my life. Um, I did submit the request on the app, but I also wanted to call somebody cause I was two hours away from home in the middle of nowhere and it just kept saying pending. So I was like, well shit. And Randall's like, not happy either like blow me up did you could did you get somebody Cause I was about to head that way i know and I, I could sense you about to like load gunner up in the yeah. truck and head that way and so i have seen you change tires several times and was like well let's just see if i can figure this out got out and was like opened the back of my car I was because i mean i've had this car since august i didn't even know i assumed that the spare was um in the back like under a like cardboard thing, which it was, thank God it wasn't like the escape where it was up under the outside of the car where you had to lower it, which was a nightmare. Um, so it was easy to access, but right as I was doing that, this, the nicest man in the world walked up and, uh, asked if I had a spare. I said, yeah, I just found it. (laughs) And, uh, he offered to change my tire for me. And before I knew it, it was done. And it, I mean, I was over, the moon grateful like I, he this was the dude nicest. was a pro because in the time that <laughs> i'd last text her where she said somebody's gonna help me which is very nice by the way and i would do the same and i'd hope everyone would mm-hmm. do the same um in the time that she texted me and said some nice guy is gonna help me to where she said back it's like four minutes <laughs> it was, he was like a nascar <laughs> tire changer he was pro yeah it was definitely not his first rodeo um he was literally the nicest guy ever and i you know it was he he said he even made the comment that you know because because i kept saying i can't thank you enough this is so nice like i was going to try and figure it out i've seen my husband do it several times and you know i i was going to try and get in touch with roadside assistance more like just trying to tell him how much i appreciated it and he said you know it's it's no problem i just live right over here and all i got to do today is mow my lawn blah 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 he said i know you know, nowadays, uh, not many people would do this, even when it's a young lady like you. And I was like, trust me, I watch all the datelines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, you know, I know that even the first thing that popped into my head with me being stranded out in the middle of nowhere is I'm going to get murdered. That's it. Um, somebody's going to try and murder me. Um, it was in the middle of the day on Easter, well, though. That was a good thing. And that's why my timeline was yeah. if you didn't, if you didn't get that roadside assistance, we were going to head there then because I knew two hours. We still have plenty of daylight. Right. I was going to tell you, get in the car, just lock the doors. Yeah. Listen to a podcast. We'll be there in two hours. <laughs> yeah. But thank goodness this guy was there and it's very he nice. Was, can't, uh, yeah. Can't say enough that more people should do that kind of shit. Um, and I know and you that's would probably do the it. good part about that. You did land in a small town. Right. And somebody nice like that was... Uh, willing to take that time uh-huh. and uh well, so if you're listening sir yeah shout out to you um, never would he be listening uh, but of course he's not but still shout yeah. out to you sir. what's funny is that he walked up at the same time another guy walked up at the same time and i almost thought they were together um the other guy a little sketchier looking mm-hmm. he might have worked at the gas station and it was a, it was not a good gas station i don't even know what brand it was it was across the street from a mapco but it was like aj's fuel like it was something so random Mm -hmm. um and he looked like he was a little tweaked Mm. but as soon as like the other the guy that actually helped me was just like the most normal just super nice and as soon as he saw that that guy was like really taking the initiative i think he was coming over because he felt like it was he needed to come ask me if i needed help Mm -hmm. 
more obligation. And then he was like, cool, that guy's going to do it. <laughs> and he walked off. But um, I was way happier that it was this guy that helped me because I I didn't feel creeped out by him at all. The other guy I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And let me tell you, the, those, those low-profile tires are so nice to look at, but dear God, they're expensive. Oh, but yeah. I'm glad that there's two new ones on the front. They were bad. I mean, it was just luckily you got back because the other one was just as bad. It was it was exactly as bad. Yeah. I mean, I when mean, I looked at it, it was because it was the inside. So the one that was flat when I did try to put air in it at first before knowing that um, I was fucked. As I'm putting air in it, I could just hear it going psh, coming out the back of the time. Like it was literally, I was putting it in the front and it was just pouring out the back. So it was, they were so worn on the inside that the wires were sticking out. There was a hole that had worn on the inside of the mm -hmm. front left one. And the front right one looked exactly the same. Like I literally was like, uh, and the guy that changed my tire was like, sweetie, yeah, I don't... You to hit a rock wrong or a no. pothole. That one... I mean, it just luckily held on. He so. was like, I don't know if you're even going to make it the two hours. I was like, look, I'm like, I drove 45 miles an hour the entire two hours. It was all back roads. I had lines of cars piling up behind me getting so pissed. And I was, it was the worst two hour drive of my life. Because I get such anxiety if I'm the one causing a backup. Oh, for sure. For one. So like anytime it would be like a, where they could pass me, I'm like, please just go around, please go around, please go around, please go around. And then see that I have a spare and that I'm not just a fucking asshole going 45 and a 55. Like, Oh, it was the worst. Yeah, like, fuck them, but I made it home and immediately drank a few beers to calm my nerves. Cause I was, yeah, the whole time driving, I was just like waiting for the other one to, and of course my, tire uh, pressure sensor light was on because of the spare of course so yeah, yeah. i wouldn't have even known like which was which right no, it was, if the it other was, one would have blown out like what would have it was stressful <laughs> I mean, once you made it back i was good to go though because yeah the next morning we got it taken care of so. yeah first thing i did the next morning was i was for sure not going to go to the office because i was like i don't want to drive any further than I have to. So I went to a place that's literally like the place i went to by the way was in the same shopping center as sidelines got it but um, yeah, it was, and I went ahead and got oil change and stuff that I needed. But like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of money and that's why I was trying to put it off. But I feel so much better with well, you two should, brand new. And you shouldn't feel, I mean, that's a thing that is non-negotiable. I mean, it's fine. No yeah. matter how much they are, you got to have them. Yeah. <laughs> but I did want to say we did get a five-star review. I want to read it because it's very nice five-star review. Oh, okay. From, uh an anonymous listener on iTunes oh. or Apple Podcasts. It's always nice to listen to a married couple discuss things in a real way. This is two people who obviously love each other and love to make others laugh. Great show, you two. Keep it up. Oh, that's very nice. Well, thank you to that listener. Thank you, friend. Who is clearly a friend, possibly a best friend. And I wish more of you would leave us reviews. Yeah, that would be Swell. hugely helpful. <laughs> Swell and dandy. Um, if you all could, if you like the show, go leave a five-star review and then... Subscribe you know, to this motherfucker Subscribe too. for sure. And then... Tell um, a friend about this bitch. That too. Tell them to subscribe. And um, also, just tell us what's up. Yeah, or yeah, get no. the fuck out of here. All right, so... Sorry, I was going and looking, too, to see... Covered the old lady hitting the light pole. <laughs> um, we got some uh, listener questions. One to guess to get to since it's uh, two of us and uh, no guests here. Mm -hmm. um, all right, first one. Randall. I'm trying to get my husband excited about me getting my tits done. <laughs> I show him tons of pictures of other tits, and he's disinterested. What? I can't get him to admit that I need bigger tits. Why is he being so weird about it? All right, this is an easy one. It is an easy one. I, I could, uh, I'm going to start. Well, 
she is to me. You get the answer second. When it's addressed <sighs> to me, I get to go first. When it's addressed to you, oh, you it is. Oh, first. sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot that it was to you. No, sorry. Go this, ahead. First off, this is a trick. It is a trick. It's a trick. It's a trap. You're being. It's a trap. <laughs> you're being weird. Listen, I love your listener. That's fucked up though, because what you're doing, he's being right. He's trying to be respectful. He, uh, it was a longer, of course. It's always so long what they send. Um. But it's basically, you know, she's got smaller boobs. They've talked about after she's doing it for her, not because of him. He hasn't said, get your tits fixed. So then why does she want this? I don't know. It's like she needs his. He's like, babe, I love your tits. This is up to you. But Uh she, you know, she tries to like show him other girls tits. And if he was like, show me those tits. Right. He's he's a dirtbag. Right. Like he's doing everything right. This is you. This is your. This is a you maybe, problem. Maybe she just wants him to say, like, we don't know. Is he saying, like, if that's what you want, then do it? She is already it, said that in the in the oh. email. She said that he's. It's up to her. It's a her decision. Because that's what. Because I mean, right after I had Gunner, I was real messed up about what happened to my boobs. Because <laughs> I felt like they were just awful and deflated, and like I don't. They're not much anyways but i was just like what is happening and i like i was on the verge of wanting to go get something done and you were like i don't i mean it's whatever i don't think you need i've said that i'm fine now it was more like i think hormones and like we've had this years ago that if you ever decided to do that it would be your decision i would support you if you did or didn't i don't care that's a legit, and it sounds like he's the same way. Right. Now, if she's looking to need, because it is an investment, so I'm hoping she's just going about it wrong, and she's just trying to get the okay. like To spend the money. For sure. Yeah. But if he said it's up to you, then it's you got to you. take that as a thumbs up. Yeah. But don't expect him to be like, look at other girls' tits with you and get himself into any trouble. Guys smell that shit a mile away. But I think she also, like, wants to make sure that if she does spend that money that he's also going to be excited about her new tits uh-huh. you know because yeah. like if he's just like i don't think you need it she's gonna she's thinking like well what if he doesn't even like them after i get them done we sp- i spent all this money mm-hmm. and then it somehow is like you but know then like, she's no longer then again it's fallen out of it's not about her he said this has to be about her. So right. she should get the size that she wants. Well, honestly, like her I feel healthy. I would go back to whatever your natural size was and just lift them fuckers up. If you right. have had kids and they start to fall. I don't like the big cans that are fake. Well, that's just that's, me. I mean, yeah, you you were so indifferent and like whatever that eventually I just was like, you know what? I know because I, I never I've never wanted big tits ever. I just didn't want saggy tits either. No, sock tits are garbage. But I think it was different also right after I had Gunner because they did get... Well, they go from huge back to normal. It's a big gap. It so is like a totally deflated balloon right at first. And then well, and it, they're hard as rocks for a minute and then they become not hard as oh, rocks Oh, I had anymore. porn star tits for a couple of days. They were bricks it at was, one point. It was incredible. Briquettes. Could not feel good. No, it I felt awful. How bad that hurt! It but. felt awful, and I didn't breastfeed, and then just <clears throat> strapped those bitches up, and then it was only for a couple of days. But then when they deflated, it was so sad. But every it tightened up a little bit over time, and that, and I mean, they're not back to the way they were before, of course, um, but they're fine. And I think partly the reason I just kind of didn't press it either is. Because of you, I mean, you know, you made your point that like you don't, I mean, you think they're great. So to me, that was helpful. If I ever stop licking them, playing with them, (laughs) then sure. Then you'll get a, a when I drop a hint to you and you feel like there's a real something, I I would get it. But I have not. I think they look the same as they did before. (laughs) They came back to me just like before. And Mm. that makes you lucky because i know they can pregnancy can destroy tits Mm -hmm. motherhood destroys tits and amongst other things on your body but it can really destroy areolas that's where you got lucky it can ruin an areola i didn't breastfeed when you breastfeed that's what happens but even when they grow 
the areola becomes a dinner plate and it yeah. never quite shrinks. A lot and of that. Luckily, yours you- didn't turn into huge dinner plates. No, ever all that stayed the exact same size. I had these huge cans with like these little. Like, <laughs> and so the, the, I mean, they were ridiculous. I remember it was like Thanksgiving that year, right after I had him, was like the first day they were huge. And I remember calling my mom and my sisters back as soon as I got there. I was like, come and see these. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shout out to the pancake tits that are out there. I mean, all tits deserve love. Yes. And I was excited to have porn star tits for a couple of days. But for me, if you're, it's all about the ratio of areola to Mm -hmm. tit. When that ratio is skewed, the tits become atrocious to me. It's just to me. However, you have also been on record as stating that all tits are glorious. I I just said that before this Mm -hmm. too. But for me as a sexual To want to put your mouth on them. If the areola and the tit ratio, <laughs> it needs to be at least, uh, I say five to one. Okay. If, it, if it gets closer, anything more, less than five to one, there's too much areola. Mm-hmm. I can't mess with the tits. Got to do better. So change it. <laughs> it's possible. You can yeah. f- hopefully fix that. <clears throat> but to this girl, just quit worrying about tricking him into say he he's in you're putting him in a can't win situation yeah. so he's shutting down there's always he's just being a dude that's trying to keep his wife he's trying to he's yeah. not trying to fuck up he's not an idiot he obviously likes your body the way it is and if but he also wants you to be happy so if you really want it and if that's what's going to make you happy then get the bigger tits. then do it and He's gonna. I'm sure he's gonna like the big ones too. He, he is gonna play with your bigger tits. He's not gonna say, "Get those tits out of my face." <laughs> right. I mean, he's get gonna, those new big tits out of my face. Right. Bitch. He's not gonna like shun you for because if he's being supportive, then he's being supportive, and he's trying. Don't try and trap him into saying that you need it because then it's gonna hurt your feelings, and it's just like it's stupid is what it is. Yeah. As an unnecessary don't trap argument. Him. Yeah. And stupid. Get the big cans. He's not going to turn them away. He's not going to say, I want your sock tits back. Get rid of Why these. Why are you going to say that? Because clearly she's got sock tits. Not, I mean, I want it. I want it at one point too. And you said. And you don't have sock tits. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So she doesn't necessarily. If you're writing went, into pot, is, did you write this? Is no, this you? No. Writing into us? Because <laughs> it's ridiculous. I totally get where he's at. And so I'm just telling her. If he's agreed on the financial part of it, it's mm-hmm. a wrap. Do it if you want. You know, there's this major surgery. I mean, you're going to be it's painful for a little bit. Yeah, it's not as bad days. anymore, though. You can go to work like about the next day or the day after now sure. when they go through your belly button and shit. <clears throat> but, I mean, still, they're putting your ass under. No, it's, it is still yeah. a major surgery. But, yeah, just do it. If, if that's what you really want, then do it. Don't, don't try and push him and trap him in a corner and make him say that your tits need work now because he's not going to do it. No. And that's just wrong. No reasonable husband is going to do that. All right. Brooke, I'm second fiddle to my husband's dog. Mm -hmm. Am I crazy for being pissed? All right. I'm going to give you a little scoop on this. This reminds me of Sophia and Jay from Modern Family. Yeah, This is the long story. They had four dogs. One of them died Mm. that they'd had forever. She loves the dogs too. The one died of cancer. Mm-hmm. After that dog died, he got exceptionally close to his one of the three remaining ones that's a female, and she gets all the attention in the house. <laughs> the wife tries to like spice it up with like lingerie. She came in one day to like seduce him, and he was like, Oh, you look cute. Come here, sissy. <laughs> and is playing with the dog. Like she didn't even get to, to, to do that. And, you know, she's just pissed. She's like, he lets her up on the counter. She's 140 pounds. Uh, feeds Jesus, her pure what kind table of dog scraps. Is this? I don't know what kind of it is. 140 it's a pounds? Huge dog. Good God. Um, yada, yada, yada. And she's fed up with it. And she feels stupid for even asking about it. But she feels second fiddle to the dog. I'll let you answer first because it was asked to you. Look, I am all about uh, the dogs. Uh, that's. I love dogs. They're part of the family. However, <laughs> I, I mean, that's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I was, 
absolutely crushed, heartbroken when my first child died. And yes, I gave John, who was severely depressed when Breeze died, I gave him lots of extra attention. Never would I choose him over my husband. Um, I don't know if maybe there's something like it almost seems like he feels like there's that you maybe have some kind of resentment towards the dog. So it's making him more sensitive to it. I don't know. Just talk to him about it. I mean, Oh, John just flopped back down on the ground. He's like, yeah, no. I mean, I, I think what's happened is it clearly it tore was up, hard for him yeah. to lose the dog and no one grieves the same. And so clearly he's, compensating with the other dog out of probably yeah. fear of losing it yeah uh, the big one the other one died of cancer by the way she said um As and yeah it could be so what you're saying do. he's like you don't care enough and she's like you care too much right instead of just kind of meeting in the middle maybe if you'd grieve together and mm-hmm. just have a few days of however anyone feels is okay and then it it starts to feel better you yeah know, that's the time where you have to stop no one should interject how someone grieves. That's a tough, you know, tricky. Like with Breeze, I mean, when I had all kind of, I have all kind of gripes about dogs all the time. But when she got really sick and you decided we were going to put her down, that's not the time for me to have any issues. We treated her like she had the best life ever that last week. Yeah. And that's the wrong, so it's the wrong time to make it about you if you maybe aren't on the same page. So yeah. I'm hoping maybe she wasn't quite, maybe if she had just be there a little more, maybe talk to him about it. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe he needed to like open up to you a little bit about how he was feeling about, cause you know, that's where, you know, I know I brag on Randall all the time, but I leading up to when we put Breeze to sleep and then after, well, mostly leading up to it, I cried like every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, like knowing that she was sick and knowing that it was, and then even for like after, like the day we put her to sleep, obviously, and then like days after, all I did was cry, and I would be like, "Oh, this is ridiculous," and that's where Randall would be like, "This is not ridiculous. Like, you do what you need to do to grieve." And and I remember telling you, you'll know when you want to put her down because yeah. we could have earlier if we wanted to, but she's such a good dog. She, you know, was a soldier. But I knew that you would know when you wanted to do it i wasn't ever you never heard out of my mouth like let's do it because that's ridiculous you know so i don't know how that went down for them but in my opinion that's just a very tricky situation where you got to remove the me part when your partner's going through something like that because i mean all couples will bicker have differences but when there's a when the shit really hits the fan you got to remove yourself and you're your needs for a few days it makes all the difference yeah so that's why I, th- I think maybe it's possible that you need to just talk to him about the loss of the other one and that you know yeah go back to square one yeah just, just talk to him about how he's feeling about it if yeah. he misses her let it that be okay you know if he does want and if he does and tell be, you how sad he is be okay with that shit yeah don't be like why are you being a bitch right be okay with it and be okay, like, you know, let him, if if he is paying this other dog a lot of attention because to compensate for the loss of the other one, like, be okay with that, too, and, like... I think John farted, by the way. Thanks. I really do. His butt's <laughs> over here by me, so I don't... He's smell. rolled from here <laughs> to there, <though. laughs> He did, like, do a G.I. Joe roll over here. Did you crop dust, Daddy? That was very rude. Um, Shoot. But yeah, I mean, and then just yeah, talk to him about it, and then maybe y'all need to grieve together, and maybe like. I bet you, if you show him that you give a shit, this will all resolve itself. Yes, show I him. think he's probably a little. You're getting less, dogs getting more, because right now I think she didn't give a fuck about well, his dog. And dying. maybe he's self conscious now too about the fact about all this, and so just let him know you care. Let him know that it's okay for him to be sad and feel that way because it is okay i mean it's of course it is you know that's of course it is your babies yeah i think it'll work itself out though. yes it's not as bad as you think and 
So there you go. Solid advice, I feel like, from the Married AF crew <laughs> on that one. I feel <laughs> good about that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Huge fan of the show. It helps me get through the SoCal traffic. Uh-oh. Shout out to California. Oh, yeah. Cal- now our biggest state. Yes. That's what I was going to say. As far as uh, support. Mm-hmm. Where's the home state at? Georgia fucked us. I know. Georgia and Alabama, Alabama were number one. Alabama said sayonara a long time ago. Al- it held up early and then... Al- <laughs> yeah, Alabama's told us to kick rocks. So California. California's where it's at, y'all. Uh, we appreciate all our California listeners. So, yep. okay, continue. SoCal traffic. <laughs> uh, could you guys do me a favor and tell me what my husband means when he says the following? <laughs> he uses these same lines every time we fight. Uh. <laughs> You're always complaining. I'll stay home and you work then. You've forgotten what the real world is like out there. You've never been on my team. Huh? Thanks for any insight you can provide, Sarah from SoCal. All right, Sarah. So I guess Sarah's like a stay-at-home mom, or she doesn't work at an office, it sounds like, but mm-hmm. she does go into traffic to list, so who knows? Could be taking a kid somewhere daycare or something right either way uh, i don't know man those are all a little deep to be the go-tos that's uh, all those that's a lot go to is fine and everyone's gonna say a thing or two they regret when you fight i mean like that's just gonna happen you immediately regret it but if he's this is like all daggers they're all good uh of like pointed they're all heart punches yeah they're all gut punches I don't know. Maybe he's just a champion fighter. I don't know. I don't like any of those comments, though, at all. Like, it's all very insulting. And I don't think you should talk to your wife that way. Well, the worst one is you've forgotten what the real world is like. No, that's so insulting. Let me tell you, first off, if you're a stay-at-home mom, props to you. That's way harder than going to work. yes. I'd blow out my brains. There is no way in hell I would still be a sane, upright human being if i was at home with gunner 24 7 are you fucking my mother was a saint hitting me i have a whole new love for that after kids yeah and my sister my oldest sister with three boys what in the actual fuck i can't imagine i mean she's a cyborg though we all know that she's a machine i but clearly i just uh, that in itself if you're a stay-at-home mom first off Tell him he's full of shit on that. Uh, yeah. You should tell him, you know what? Bullshit. You forgot what the real... You get to go home and interact with adults. adults. <laughs> I get to sit here and talk about farts and how to wipe up your boogers and, and get power bombed from the oh, the arm of the couch. That's, was ex- that's my, mom life. That was my exact evening tonight. That's what I'm saying. So she should say, bitch, you forgot what the real... <laughs> I'm knee deep in skid marked underwear. Uh-huh. And all this other stuff, you're out with the the team shooting the shit. So. Going to lunch. Yeah. Doing spreadsheets yeah. or whatever the smelling fuck. Smelling good. Not smelling like poop. And getting to interact with adults and other people and getting to leave the house more. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't like any of that. I think it's I think you need to address that like head on and be like, Hey man. Y'all just need to learn how to fight. Right. She did say in the whole email that He's he's a great husband, all that. Yeah. Y'all just fight too meanly. Like that's that's too much. That is exactly right. So do better there. And the first step in that, I think, is that before any words come out of your mouth, no matter how angry you are, you just got to think about being kind to the person you're married to. Like don't ever purposefully go straight to say something with the intention of hurting their feelings. All that stuff has the intention of hurting your feelings. And it's just. No, those are hardcore. When one of those slips out in a fight, it's one thing, a rare time. Yeah. I mean, cause everyone's guilty of saying that. I mean, I've, I've said things that immediately I'm like, fuck, that was so stupid. Yeah. I think everyone does. And that's normal. But, Man, these are all, I mean, I don't, these are rough. No, that's, You've never been on my team. Like, he just needs to learn how to fight. Yeah. I think you, you guys just got to learn how to fight. And you just have to, first off, you have to tell him, bitch, when we fight, you're mean. Exactly. That's Way what I mean. Way too mean. I mean, because you tell me all the time, your face is too mean <laughs> when we fight. It might not be my words. You're like, it's your face. It's your face. How <laughs> mad you, and that, I mean, Yeah. 
That's exactly it. She should tell him, though, that, you know, your words are so mean. And it hurts. When we fight. Yeah. I want you to, like, she should write these out and hand him, like, each one on a cue card. She and has, be like, yeah. These are what you say all the time. Mean. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Exactly. I think you need to specifically tell him. Like, obviously, it's happened enough to where you do have it burned into your mind of the exact, like, statements that he goes to to, for sure just need to tell him these all those things are very mean and hurtful and i mean if he really there's no way he really means that if he's a great husband in all other aspects there's no way he really means it so just let him know how bad it 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 hurts you and it's not worth it to say stuff like that to you because over time it's gonna hurt your relationship oh you're She's going to get resentment like a motherfucker. Eventually those things, what what will happen is eventually they'll stop hurting her and just make her want to bounce. Like that's when it's dangerous is when it doesn't hurt her anymore because she's so used to it. And then he's going to be ass out of a wife or she's going to be fucking the pool boy. I'm just giving you real life here. Right. Folks. So, yeah, address that. But I want to go to this last one. This one's for you. This is hilarious. Brooke, I don't know how to handle this. For years, my husband's been going on and on about how he wanted to be a director, then a screenplay writer. Now he wants to be an actor, comedian. (laughs) I'm sick of these childish dreams. I supported him through the first two. I bought him a camera he never touched. I paid for classes he dropped out of. Paid for software he never used. Now he wants to take acting classes, and I'm so annoyed. I don't want to pay for anything else because I know he isn't going to follow through. Mm. I know in his mind he wants to hit it big and make it so he can make millions of dollars and never have to work again. Wouldn't that be nice? I'm over it. Mm. And he makes me feel like shit because I'm not supporting him. Yesterday he was moping around because when he asked if I believed in him, and his dreams, I hesitated. Totally fair, though, with the history. Yeah. Of course I'm going to hesitate. It's been seven years of this shit. Grow up and get an actual career. I'm all for him being happy in what he does. I don't care if he makes minimum wage. I'm just not going to support a childish dream when I've supported it before and he didn't follow through. He does work now, but he's just so childish about everything. <sighs> How can I get through this? Am I being a horrible wife? That's hilarious. Oh, I mean, it's... And a great it, question. It kind of does sound like... Uh, I'm on her side. I'm going to say it. I'm on her side. I don't know. If I you like had other shots, pal, if you blew the... Like, if he would have gotten close in one yeah. of them or followed through a little, she's done. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's tough when it's just this one side. Um, But I don't know. Like I want to err on the side of like supporting your spouse and making sure because maybe he didn't follow through because you were being a cunt. Doesn't sound like she paid for the shit. And there comes a time where we can't sink our ship to support your pipe dreams. Like if we want to keep the house and if we want to keep eating decent dinners and shit sounds like that's where she's at like bitch right and i get that and that's where i should because i mean yeah sure i would love to quit my job and then let's just podcast let's just podcast it but that's i also like we got to keep the brinks truck backing up yeah we got to work that's a tough one i don't i'm all for the one or two times where you're like you know what Chase your dreams. Right. But if it's over and over and over again, that's, yeah. And maybe it's, I think it's something that, like, this is, I need Rachel Miller on this. There's tons of people like this, though, that that they'll start these huge, huge ventures that are and never finish and never finish a huge venture. So, like, yeah, I mean, I would, it's. I'll equate it to this, and it's an example with us that happened tonight that was perfectly similar okay i'm like trying to think tonight when when i was in the shower and i told you that i wanted to expand our shower to be huge Mm 
Oh, get rid of the tub and just make the shower. And make the a whole, huge yeah. walk-in shower that we both want. So mm-hmm. we're not going to use the tub. Mm-hmm, and you were like, "Oh, you mean you'll get someone to do it?" No, I said because yeah. you know that a part of me will be like, "I'll start this shit." Uh huh. And then I'm either going to make you miserable until it's done. I'll kill myself to finish it. Uh huh. Or I'll fuck something up so uh, bad beyond recognition. So, and all, we both agreed. I was like, of, of course I'm not. Because yeah. if I start that little bit, I'm afraid I'll fuck it up and never finish it. So not, part of a, it is acknowledging it. He needs to see that, bitch, you're probably not going to be an actor. Or comedian. Most people aren't right. in this world are not going to be actors or comedians, especially a working one, a paid one. Right. That makes good money. And it's one thing if he was trying to do it as like a hobby, you know, like, sure. like, like Rachel's husband going and doing T- like, of course, like improv and stuff like that. That's and awesome. like Larry and all them going and doing comedy. Like that's a hobby. That's not what but their careers. None of them. That's right. Their secondary. Right. So it's one thing like that's where it's like you need to put your family f- and like the survival of your family first, which I know like it shouldn't be all about money, man. But like you gotta be able to feed, gotta have some. You gotta be able to feed your kids, put a roof over your head, and clothes on everybody. And then, if you have the time and the means to maybe have a hobby like that, where you go to some kind of like, you know, improv school or acting school on the side or whatever. Sure. Remember, she's paid for him classes that he didn't go to. So if you, yeah. So maybe if you would have followed through with one of those right and then went she would have supported the next one but you, when you didn't even do yeah. it no I'm it's kind of ridiculous to even ask and number two it's ballsy at this point it's not fair that she's gonna have to give up stuff clearly yeah. to to pay for this for no for her to have no no the track record in. it's not a good track record so i think it's time for him to suck it up and maybe put her wants first instead of him. It sounds like he's being pretty selfish. Yeah, it's going to be a tough. Uh, but that's a tough discussion. It's be a tough discussion. Yeah, I mean, she's to me, she's got to stick to it. Because you want to be, you also want you you want to be the supportive wife. But there's some point you got to put your fucking foot down and make your point to where you're not belittling him, but make your point clear to where it's, you know, this isn't fair to the whole family. No, and you made a good point. We didn't even jump on it. He wants to be an actor comedian. She should be like, cool, go do open mics after right. work. Yeah. We got plenty of friends that do that. Yeah. They're do free. It. I love it. Go do it at nights. I'll even come watch. Yeah. Work but I'm on not your like set. I'm letting you go, quit yeah. work. Right. To move to LA when no. you could start at the comedy scene local to you. Let me see that you're going to do it mm-hmm. and see what happens from that. That's where all of jumping into the yeah. deep end. That's where everybody starts is doing that. And having a paid job on like for their day job and then doing that at night. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, we got a lot of friends you go do, they'll go do some. Even like, didn't Kevin Hart like do that? Wasn't, didn't he work at like Foot Locker? We listened to his yeah, biography. And then did open time. mics at night. Every mm-hmm. successful comedian did that. Your schlub of a husband that's not going to be successful. I mean, you heard <laughs> Mo, Mo Mandel when he was on our show. Uh huh. Him, Joe Rogan. And all them, they get twenty five dollars a night from the comedy store. Oh, at the comedy store. That's not for money. Yeah. Uh, no, but I'm saying, so if Joe Rogan's getting twenty five dollars for the comedy store, Joey Diaz is getting twenty five dollars. Yeah. Fucking Theo Vaughn, all them guys are getting twenty five dollars. What do you think you're gonna get? You're gonna get no dollars and have to lose some of your time. And show her that you're gonna no, that you can do it. It's a hobby. Like he needs to just just realize it's fine if you want to do this, but it's got to be a hobby. It's not. This isn't gonna be. If it was gonna be your main source of income, stop doing that. Doing what? Rub, rubbing your beard all over the microphone. That. Yeah. All right. Continue. I'm listening. you're saying if you're going to continue if you want if you really want to pursue like acting being a comedian all that like it's you didn't show enough initiative to go to the classes to make it your primary source of income so it, it 
I'll support it now as a hobby. But that's it. You yeah. have to have a job that I, pays the bills. I'm going to be honest. I like her uh, her demeanor, though. Sounds like she wears the old pantalones. Maybe she's the breadwinner. Props to you. Shout out to you. Yeah. Me too. Women can do anything nowadays. Mm-hmm. Women folk can make some money. Women too. folk. No, I, get the fuck out of here. I think um, we got what she though, should baby. do is she should say, "Bitch, you want to be a comedian? Make me laugh." I was just about to say, "Make me laugh right now, One motherfucker!" Time, <laughs> and I'll go to the bank. <laughs> make me laugh, bitch! Right now, go. Start one, two, three. Make me laugh. Asshole puckers, and there's silence. You say, That's what I thought. Oh, Go to work. That's cold. Cold blood. That's what I would do. Um, all right, let's go. All right, well, that was the last one anyway. So, uh, cool. All right, well, we will uh, see you guys again. Uh, Whenever soon, we say, or not. <laughs> we'll see. We'll get back on a regular schedule soon. What we decide. Sure. You don't. Mm-hmm. All right. Fuck your mother. Shut it.